Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 24 of the Last Eagle Heart Podcast. DJ, spin it. What is up, everybody? How's your Friday going? Friday evening. Yeah, I'm doing the podcast Friday evening. I had work this morning, so I couldn't do it in the mornings. But guess what? Sometimes I'll put it down in the evening. Sometimes I'll put it down in the morning. Who cares? You have all week to listen to it until the next Friday. Whew, what a relief it is off my shoulders. I don't have to do Tuesdays anymore. I apologize just right off the bat because I know at least the past three episodes have been eh, okay. They've been subpar, okay? Mostly because I haven't been feeling that great. Now I feel freaking amazing. But the last three episodes, I feel like we're a little forced because I was still trying to do Tuesdays and Fridays, even though I didn't really have a lot of time. And it's a lot of information to put into these podcasts to do a Tuesday and a Friday one. But, you know, I put them out there because I was trying to be consistent. But now that I'm only doing Fridays, Oh, I'm feeling really great about them. I'm feeling really great about this one as well. So you better buckle up. You are in for a treat. Woo, I am feeling great. I still have the steroids running through me that I was given a few days ago. Yeah, not not the steroids that you're probably thinking about. Nothing to do uh, with uh, working out. It was a steroid shot that I got at the... Uh, walking clinic uh, to give me that little boost. I underestimated those things. I didn't really think about them, but I got one and I forgot how great they are. I mean, it literally started right out of the gate. About an hour later, they gave me it and I just felt this rush of energy. I felt like Rich Piana. Yes, a Rich Piana reference. I, did, I went there. I know some of y'all probably listening and going, who's Rich Piana? Look him up. He was a beast of a man. Workout, pumped all the time, and that's who I felt like. That's all I wanted to do. I felt like I wanted to do bicep curls. Just have 15s each in my hand and just do, just do them for eight hours. That's what I felt like. Felt like doing the whole time. That's how much energy I had. Now... Now, you're probably wondering now, Dawson, did they give you those steroids? What if they gave me anabolics? If they gave me anabolics, then that explains the nut shrinkage. I'm kidding. My nuts did not shrink, but I did feel freaking great. Amazing. And I felt pumped up and ready to go. And you know what? I might actually, because they're supposed to last like a month or uh, up to two months. I may just go back to the walk-in clinic and just get another one for funsies. Just be like, hey, is it going to kill, kill me or, you know, hurt me any if I could just get another one? Because uh, I never have felt better. I just have this sudden urge of energy and I just can't stop eating. But anabolics. Mm, Rich Piana. I love watching videos of people who are bodybuilders. I don't know why, but I've always enjoyed that. Uh, just watching them. Mainly because I like watching them cook. Because they're like 350, 400 pound guys that are just pure muscle <clears throat> with a little steroids. But they're pure muscle and they're cooking and it looks like they're on a kid toy playset. And it's, ama- it's just beautiful. And all they're eating is egg whites and oatmeal, which is Rich Piana's breakfast. Why do I remember that? Because I watch his videos all the time. I watch them all the time. Egg whites and oatmeal was that man's breakfast. And he never cooked a day in his life. He always had a company send him meals that were already pre-prepped and everything. That, that's the life right there, just to have lasagna, just to rip open, put in the microwave, eat it, boom. He literally did arms for eight hours. I watched a video. He did arms for eight hours straight. Who does that? Only Rich Piana. Only those bodybuilders could do biceps for eight hours straight. I think he did maybe some triceps. He, he threw in some of those reps, maybe a little bit of chest. But other than that, he just went 
did his full set of everything, and then he would take a small break, eat some beef jerky. I think he was beef jerky. He had, he had a beef jerky protein shake combo, and he did that. He had the protein shake beef jerky combo, and did that seven times within eight hours. So I'm just saying those guys are something else. I enjoy watching their videos. And uh, thank you for the people that did come out and watch Sunday. Uh, the people that uh, did show up, it was uh, not amazing. Yeah, I had a little open mic Sunday. Really didn't go that great for me performance-wise. The crowd was just not into it. It was just not into me. Plus, also, I haven't been on stage in a while. I was a little rough around the edges. It wasn't that all around that great. But I did get my car tire peed on, just full urinated on by somebody. I don't know. I'm assuming it was somebody in the audience. I'm going to take a guess and say it's one of the open mic comics because uh, it was uh, it, my car tire did not smell good when I went outside. And uh, it, well, it was because in the middle of my set, I realized the set that I usually do. Uh, well, I mean, I mixed up some new jokes, but then I kind of backtracked and did some older ones that I knew usually worked, but they weren't going to work in this case with this audience, and they didn't want to listen, and they just wanted to talk over me the whole time, so I decided to kind of poke fun at some of the open micers, and one of the open micers in particular, for half his stage time, decided to go up on stage and just have a speaker and play Lil Wayne. He played like I mean, basically, he played Lil Wayne's whole album while he was up on stage. I mean, I'm just kidding. He played it, Lil Wayne, one of Lil Wayne's songs. I forgot what song it was. It was probably How to Love. We'll we'll say it was How to Love. So he was up there with his little JBL speaker. In mind, it was also lashed around the little loophole, little belt loophole of his belt right there, and he was just up there for. For, for, he had 10 minutes and 7 of his 10 minutes consisted of how to love, how to love how to love, how to love so I was just going up there and I was like hey give it up for DJ whatever his name was I forgot what his name was he didn't like that so much because he is considered he wants to be considered as a comic but I'm not going to consider you as a comic when you were up there being a professional iPod shuffler for half the time but he did give me a nice intro uh it was the same song so I went up there to the same song it was pretty great I thought we got along so I don't know if he peed on my tire I don't know if it was that there was another guy that I ripped at too and I think he may have been the culprit, but I'm not for sure. Uh, it was something about uh, how he went he went up and did the same thing. He went up and just danced, or he was doing something for half a set that he shouldn't have been doing. I don't know. Anyways, all I got to say is, is someone urinated on my car. I hope it wasn't one of the open micers. <laughs> I know it was somebody in the audience. They just didn't like me. <laughs> so... I mean, I felt like that per that night wrapped up pretty solid, like, and uh, I have to give it to whoever urinated on my car. They need more water in their diet, and uh, they just probably more likely need to get on a diet. I mean, they, they're, it did not smell, smell good at all. I had to go, <laughs> I washed it immediately. Well, I had a little water bottle, I kind of rinsed it off. But other than that, you know, the whole rest of the night went out pretty well, and, uh, you know, I'm going to hop back out there and do it again. I don't know what Sunday we're going to do it yet, but there we go. Other than that, boom. That whole that whole night was, it was a little rocky, but I know what to do next time. Always, there will always be a next time, I hope, <laughs> for me to go up there and just rip at people. I don't know. I love it. <laughs> Oh man. Woo. Now we're getting and moving on to the list. I I was been thinking about this list for the past week. It was a list of things that annoy me. 
hopefully y'all can hop on the train and know what what I'm talking about, things that annoy me, hopefully some of these things that annoy you, but for the past week, I don't know, I've been kind of just, you know, observing and just typing stuff out in my notes of just little things that annoy me that either people do or people post or what they post like or what they do. It's just little different things. And uh, let me just pull up this list list here real quick. It's it's on my phone. So we'll pull up this list and see where we can. All right. Number one, people who call other people buddy or me buddy. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I've had people text me that before. Hey, buddy. Mm. You automatically sound like a complete jerk when you <laughs> When you call somebody buddy, you're just like automatically degrading. What's up, buddy? How's it going, buddy? Oh, God. No. I am. I don't like that. I don't like that kind of language. If you text me, hey, buddy, you're going to get blocked. If you say, what's up, buddy? We're no longer going to be friends. Buddy. I mean, I kind of say it sometimes around my group of friends. Just, you know, be very jokey or whatever. But some some people actually just say like saying, hey, what's up, buddy? But if I've never met you in my life and you come up to me and the first thing that comes out of your mouth is, hey, what's up, buddy? I'm going to be like, hmm, yeah, I'm not going to like you so much, you know, just turn around and walk the other direction. Uh, so that was one thing that really, that would be the first thing that really gets underneath my skin. Now, I don't know. I have more than five things. Uh, so we're going to have to keep up. You will have to keep up. Uh, I don't have like a long list. I just came out with like, I think my top 10, 7, 8. I don't know. We'll see how far along this list goes. But Buddy is definitely on the top tier of uh, what I would consider a uh, a definite annoyance. Now, it's not number one. I didn't put these in order. I just put these in kind of sort of sense of what uh, just annoys me. But you'll, I will let you know what definitely is my number one annoyance when we get down to it. Uh, next up, handicapped people driving sports cars. I've never liked it. Why? Why have a sports car when you're handicapped? Okay? Why have a sports car when you're that old? There's no point. You're not going to use it for what it's for. Okay, you get the new 2020 Corvette supercar that's out there. Next thing you know, you only drive it to your local bar to show your old, old night, your old little buddy, buddies, oh, hey, I got the new 2020 Corvette, but you never put the pedal to the metal. No, you go 10 miles under the speed limit, pissing people like me off and the other cars in the back. You get beat by like uh, <laughs> Nissan Altimas and Priuses all the time, but yet you have one of the fastest vehicles uh, ever made, and yet you have never used it. You're probably going to put 50 miles on it before you before your ticker knocks out, and then guess who's going to get it? Uh, your grandson, and then he's not going to be able to pay for it, so he's going to put it on Facebook, and another old handicapped person is going to pick that thing up. That thing's going to end up just being in your garage and just rotting. And no one's going to be able to put put it to the test. So handicapped people with sports cars is definitely a no-go for me. If you're handicapped, I think your license should be revoked all around. Okay? But due to the fact that public transportation is... uh at a complete decline right now, it is acceptable to get things such as a Prius or a, a hybrid or a smart car, you know, something that uh, is not uh, meant to be, you know, flaunted or used like a 2020 sports vehicle. Put your money into something else, okay? Not a sports car if you're handicapped, all right? That is just... Across the board, second annoyance. We're going to go into the third one. <laughs> People who lick their fingers and put the same hand that they just licked their fingers with back into the bag of chips 
or whatever they're eating and then they put it back and they start eating again. Have you ever had someone do that? That's why I don't that's why I don't share popcorn with anybody, even my family members, because they're guilty of doing it too. It is that actually is probably over the like the two annoyances over Buddy and the people that are handicapped driving sports cars. This one's definitely over those two. It annoys me so bad. I'll be eating a bag of Cheetos. Someone grabs, goes in there, grabs a few Cheetos, puts it in their mouth. Once they're done, they... And then put their hand right back in the bag, and they go to town. And you know how I recognize it? Because they could literally take the grip off the Cheetos, but yet there'll still be like four Cheetos that are stuck to each of their fingers where they have licked, and they, it's just kind of like how the saliva has already just morphed into the Cheeto, and now they have Cheeto fingers, like legit Cheeto fingers. And they could just eat it off their fingers. That is disgusting. Who does that? I know people who do that, and uh, you should be beaten, okay? Because that is a bad habit. No one wants you around. That is disgusting. Uh, oh, wow. I just clicked a pin. Did not mean to click a pin. But that brings me to my next annoyance. Pin clicking, okay? I know that was a little hypocritical, Dawson. You clicked a pin, but that was only twice. There's people who click pins just constantly, like during a test or like when they're thinking at a bank of like, oh, wow, do I have enough money in my bank account? Oh, man, I got to think real quick. What can help me think? Oh, clicking a pin. No, clicking a pin is probably the most annoying thing in the world to me. Well, not the most annoying thing in the world. It's just in my top 10 at least. Just Oh, okay. I bet you're getting annoyed right now just hearing a pin through your radio or your headphones, especially if you have headphones right now on. You're like, wow, did he just start clicking a pin? Yes, it's annoying, and I am proving a point. What are you trying to do by clicking a pin that much? Are you trying to do Morse code, let people know what's going on around them silently just Like, what are you doing? Pin clicking. That's definitely off the list of annoyances. It's definitely on there. I know for a fact there's other people out there that hate pin clicking just as much as I do. And uh, next time I am around a pin clicker, I have vowed to take their pin out of their head, hands and jam it into their ear. <laughs> I promise you, it's not going to be a happy ending. Dawson, do you think that's a little bit excessive for a pin clicker? No, they need to learn. They need to learn that pin clicking is annoying, okay? It is absolutely not uh, the, best <laughs> the best sound in the world. Speaking of sounds that are annoying, who keeps their phone on? Who, like, who turns their ringer on anymore? Like, aren't we in a generation that a vibration is just enough? Like, it, isn't that just enough? No, because I have, I have been around people who have to constantly keep their ringer on for God knows what reason. Just they want every notification and let everybody know in a 10-mile radius that they're Tinder, that someone just swipe right on them on Tinder. Oh, they got a double tap on Bumble. Oh, yep, yep, the ESPN app went off. Oh, someone liked their Instagram post. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, I am done with you. Why? Why do you have to announce to everybody how, how many notifications that you have turned on? Turn on vibrate like an adult or someone will snap your phone in half. <laughs> ding. Ding, ding. I hate people who have their ringers on. There's no point. No point. It, music on your phone, like your ringtone is not cool anymore. I don't care what, you know, new ringtone that you just, you know, downloaded to your stupid phone. But I know for a fact they're no longer cool. Just, you know, just put it on vibrate like everybody else. 
No one, I have not met any young person or any person in general that doesn't have their phone not on vibrate. Now, people over the age of 50, they, they uh, have a little bit of a leniency when it comes to that. Their hearing's going out, and they need something to let them know. Uh, they need a ringer, and they also need the flashing effect as well to let them know, to double let them know that someone just texted them. But other than that, if you're younger than 50, turn your ringer off. I vote. Just turn it off or get your phone snapped in half. That's just as simple as that can get. Um, as well, uh, people who get offended easily. Yeah, if you get offended easily, you're probably not going to like me. You probably don't, you're probably not going to like to hang around me. Um, so that goes for vegans. That goes for, uh, I don't know, any activist, anybody with a hardcore, solid, like, pride for one thing, one certain set thing is probably not going to like me a lot. Like, vegans, for example, they're very hardcore on it, and they will let you know that they are, and they will also uh, get really mad at you if you particularly make a joke, uh, you can't make jokes anymore about them. It's just not, it's not cool. It's not cool anymore. And they'll let you know. Yes, I have let, I have got let know. Got, got let know. No, that was not correct English, Dawson. But I have been let know uh, by vegans that, the jokes that I have told about them are not funny, and it is so wrong, and it's not right. And to you, I say you're boring and a dull person, and no one likes you. And we're going to move on from the easily offended people. <laughs> so, actually, we'll just do this. Anybody who gets easily offended is probably not going to like this podcast. And if you're easily offended, and you've listened to all 24 episodes, you're I don't know. You're something else. <laughs> I'm surprised you made it through all 24 episodes. Uh, next up, we have people who make one-month relationship posts. I don't like that either. Great. Awesome. You made it one month. Congratulations. You want me? Awesome. Let's give you a round of applause for, <laughs> for making it one month. Let's see what month two brings. Hell? Well, oh, I don't like her anymore. I don't like them anymore. They just, you know, month one was great, but then when it came to month two, they wanted the exact same thing from month one. I'm just like, I can't do it. I just can't do it at all. Uh, <laughs> I just can't. And while we're in the relationship scenario, I guess, I guess we have like sub points of annoyances that go along with that. Uh, one, people who put Bible quotes in their uh in their bios i have nothing against that like per se but if i know that you're one of those people who puts a bible quote in their bio and then on the weekends you know goes crazy and does heroin maybe i don't know if a bible quote would really sum up who you are as a person in your bio and maybe you should backtrack and Look at something else. I don't know. Also, I should probably pop <laughs> quiz you on what your Bible verse is because you probably don't even know it either. And, uh, and you should probably pick something else. But what's even more of annoyance is people who get Bible quotes on the side of their ribs or somewhere on their body because that's even more of a tragedy. Ugh, tragedy. Can't speak for some reason. So, that's even more of a tragedy because you get a Bible quote on the side of your ribs, and next thing you know, um, you you don't know what it says. You don't remember why you got it, and uh, that's just embarrassing. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I would never put something on the side of me and then not go and support it. You know, not go all out about it. I wouldn't put something like a mountain on the side of my ribs and then not go mountain mountain hiking. You know what I'm saying? You get my point. Okay, don't bring Jesus into your into your weekend if you get my drift. If you're catching 
what I'm throwing. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna have. I would love to go quiz people. Like I'm like, oh, cool. What uh, what Bible verses on your ribs? And they're like, oh, uh, um, oh no, something from the Bible. Why'd you get it? Um, oh no, I just thought it was cool in the moment. Um, what does it say? And they start reading their ribs like they didn't remember. Oh, oh, so you just, okay, never mind. You keep doing what you're doing. You're doing great. Uh, you're looking like an idiot. Awesome. <laughs> Next. Uh, now these are things, well, actually, no, I have one more. Uh, people who use their zodiac sign for an excuse for being a prick, those people need to shut up. I, I don't like them either. Really? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a Capricorn. What are you? Oh, you're a Libra? Oh, well, according to my zodiac sign, uh, Capricorns and Libras, they don't really blend very well, so that kind of explains why I'm kind of being hostile right now. Uh, just kill me now. Just kill me. Don't use your zodiac sign as an excuse of why you just flow through day-to-day -day life ruining people's lives. Oh, I don't open the door because today, according to my Gemini thing, I'm supposed to be all about myself. And all about myself is it consists of opening the door for people. Now, here's the thing, though. Opening the door for people, that doesn't really bother me. That is what we're going on to the next thing of the list. Uh, things that bother other people but don't bother me. Opening the door for people doesn't really bother me much. If you don't open the door for me, you don't open the door for me. It's not that big of a deal. Now, that gives me full excuse of reasons why that I slam the door in some other people's faces, and then whenever they get mad, I'll be like, well, earlier today, someone didn't open the door for me, so I was like, well, I don't have to open the door for you. And they should be like, oh, well, that makes sense. And I'm like, well, yeah, and my zodiac sign said to slam it in your face. <laughs> I'm kidding. That, that is a joke, okay? I open the door for people. I'm a nice person. Uh, sometimes I get a little bit lazy, though, and I just press the handicap button, and the doors automatically open for me, like, and making me feel like I'm royalty as I walk into the store that I'm going into. And I'm just like, and uh, Dawson's here. Handicap button. Yeah, boom. Heavenly. Um, Something else that bothers people but doesn't bother me per se, leaving your kids in the car. Doesn't really bother me, especially when you like crack the window a little bit so you know the little guy back there can actually breathe. I mean, come on. If you're around those demons 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, I think you deserve an hour of just shopping by yourself after just ripping your hair out, okay? It doesn't really bother me. Now, if you have a dog in your car, okay, and you don't have the thing cracked a little bit for that dog, actually, you know what? As a matter of fact, you should take that dog inside with you. And if you're not taking that dog and taking care with you, I will call the animal control people on you and have them break into your car. Actually, you know what? I'm going to even call anybody. I will just break into your car, steal your dog, and he's now mine. But your kids, you can do what you want with. It doesn't bother me whatsoever. <laughs> also, people that are not handicapped, that park in handicapped spots, doesn't bother me at all. Well, Dawson, that's illegal. And just because it's illegal doesn't mean it's wrong. What? That doesn't make any sense, Dawson. Well, here's why. The only thing that handicapped people do in their day is just go in the shopping. I mean, I assume, I assume just to get their things and then they go back to their house. What's going to happen? What's the problem that they park, they have to park all the way out there? Get a little exercise, you know, walk on, walk into your Walmart or roll into Walmart, whichever style you like doing. But guess what? Why isn't there spots designated for people who first come first serve and you get those spots and you get to run in real quick and you back out and leave? I mean, seriously. I mean, I've seen plenty of handicapped spots that don't get used at all, and I have to park all the way out in the middle of nowhere and then have to walk 10 miles just to get to the store. And then, then when I'm done, I have to walk 10 miles to my car 
to get in the car but yeah there was a handicapped spot completely open no one has used it in probably a few weeks it, like touched it it like freshly new paint my point is is release that law I, I say those spots should be removed and it should be first come first serve okay and if you're handicapped you're just gonna have to suck it up and then go to the next store and maybe the first come first serve spot will be there maybe maybe it would be or maybe it won't be who cares as long as i get my spot it it doesn't matter oh, well and as and actually if you are in there for longer than an hour you get towed i vote that as well you don't get to be in a spot for more than an hour if you don't have a shopping list go in there get your stuff get out we got people places to be okay it, it's it's a constant it needs to be well-oiled machine stop taking your time okay just because you got hungry on the way through shopping you're like oh wow those pop talks actually look really good i'm going to scoop a few of those in there no don't have time for any of that mess zero zippo <laughs> but those are the top things that annoy me Okay, top things that annoy me, and some of them annoy me more than others. And there's just some things that annoy people that don't really annoy me. So I mean, you got the you didn't get the full list, but you got what the deep stuff that I can think of on just a skim surface. But I saved the best one for last, the best one because I think this one you know serves a well purpose over what type of person you are, who you're dealing with, how they live, what's their living style. I feel like this quality or this certain thing, because, I mean, you're in it a lot of the time during your day. So it really describes what you are as a person, in my opinion. And it comes down to your car, your vehicle. What? How can a vehicle describe what type of person is in it? This thing annoys me because I have people who do not keep their car clean. Yeah. It just, I don't know. It annoys me so much because I feel like your vehicle, how you treat your vehicle is how you treat other people in your life, how you treat yourself, how you live, and it's all based off of what your vehicle looks like. If you don't wash your car, I have a feeling you probably don't really wash yourself much. I feel like that you don't really take care of yourself really well. If you don't take care of your car, you're not really taking care of yourself at home. There's been, I, I have had friends, I, I have had people that I went to school, high school with, okay, their parents, one of them got a nice brand new BMW for his 16th birthday, brand new BMW, and it had they he barely cleaned it had fast food bags on it all the time and it smelled like fast food which was a pet peeve too i hate the smell of fat old fast food in a car that is disgusting why why would you do that but that that is just on the side of them just being spoiled they didn't deserve to have that car and they tr trashed it and that's just a sign of being spoiled, and that's how they're going to treat every other car that they have. Okay? Then I've also had other people who haven't, you know, had the luxury of BMWs, but they also have had uh, just their own car, and they don't wash it. Okay? I have a friend right now whose car is so dirty, you can see black mildew building up on his hood and the back of his car, just all the sides. I don't think he's washed it in months. I don't think he's washed it at all. You know what that means? He probably hasn't washed his body in months either. And he probably, I don't want to even go into his room because I probably can already imagine what filth I could see in that room as well. Then you get into his car, there's fast food bags in it. It smells like crap. Awful. A person's car reflects on how that person is. You know? And then, and, and then this person, well, 
It's not in a relationship, but if they were in a relationship, I would worry for their girlfriend because guess what that means? They, he probably doesn't treat her right either. You know? I think if you don't clean your car, take care of your, take care of your thing that you're in all, most of all the time. You probably don't care, take care of your significant other. Next thing you know, you're probably smacking her around a little bit. You're beating her up when she, she doesn't do stuff that you want her to do. And it's all derived. And I can just tell all of that by your car. Think about it. You can tell all those things by a person's vehicle. And then you look at my vehicle. Well, Dawson, how's it look? Clean. Spotless. Look on the outside. Wow, Dawson, you keep your car nice on the outside. You look inside. You get into my vehicle. You're like, well, Dawson, you clean the interior. You keep the interior nice. Oh, wow, Dawson, I like the little touch. You have a black ice uh, fragrant tree hanging on for your rear view mirror. Wow, it makes a car smell all delicious. You look around, and there's not a single fast food bag or any food bag in sight. Stains are non-existent. And then you look at me as a person. I'm a complete beast. I'm the full package. And you're like, wow, I can combine his car, and I can tell what kind of person Dawson is. I wash myself. I keep myself up. I keep my car up. So guess what? They correlate with each other. So I just gave you that tip on the last I Go Heart podcast. And I saved it for the very end because I want you to use it. Look at the people that are around you in your life. Look at their vehicle. If their vehicle is disgusting, then that person you're around is disgusting. Just to let you know. And if they keep their car up nice and tidy no matter what car it is. Because I even had a 2005 Suzuki Verona for my first vehicle. And, I, and you know for sure that I kept that thing spotless. Even though I ended up putting more money than what I bought it with. It was a piece of junk car. But you know I was outside wiping it down, vacuuming it up. I was keeping that baby clean. You know why? Because I'm a clean person. I'm a beast of a person. You, If you are a beast of a person, then you keep your car clean. That's just factual. That's evidence. It's facts. I'm just spitting them here on the Last I Go Heart podcast. So take that word of advice that I just brought to the table. Look at a person's car and how they treat it. And that's how they treat everybody around them. And that's how they treat themselves. It's common sense. I'm surprised people have not thought about this logic. (laughs) I'm surprised people have not thought about this at all. (laughs) At all. But those are the top things that annoy me. Number one, coming in at the vehicle and how they treat their vehicle. Whether they bought it or not, I don't care. Whatever vehicle it is, make, model, whatever. That's number one. Number two, coming back behind it. Anything to do with handicapped people. I don't know why, but it's just something about handicapped people and I that is just like oil and water. We just don't mix very well. I don't know. It's just something. Maybe I should talk to a counselor about it sometime, a therapist. Or maybe I should, you know, uh, clear it up with some handicapped people. But we will deal with that in a later thing. It's probably something I'm going to push down further and further. And I'm just not going to end up ever resolving it with handicapped people. But those are the top two things. And we are now moving along. Moving on. Man, what a great podcast this has been. This has been a great one. Amazing. And we're now moving into the fun fact. What's the fun fact you have for us, Dawson? Do you have a jingle yet? No, I don't have a jingle. I don't have a jingle. Leave me alone. I am creating it. Dawson, why are you getting so emotional? Dawson, are you okay? I'm getting emotional because you're putting so much pressure. I'm under so much pressure, okay? I will create a jingle for my fun fact in my news article segment. Jesus. Ah, I'm doing the pin thing again. God. Hypocrite, shut up. Anyways, fun fact. What do I have for the fun fact today? Well, the fun fact that I have for y'all today is the world's biggest pimple contain half a gallon of pus. Mm, 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 mm. Delicious. Mix that up with your Cheerios in the morning. Just eat that up. Half a gallon of pus. That's what I read on the internet. And that's the video that I watched. A half a gallon of pus. 
I think he was from Dr. Pipple Popper. I love watching her videos. Great work. Great work. Awesome content. Dawson, you really like watching pimple popping videos? Yes, and I love watching people shattering their bones. Skateboarding accidents, BMX accidents, anybody that could take their leg and turn it into a nine iron, I love watching it. And that is something I can get behind. Mmm, I love tensing up a little bit, but guess what? It makes me go, ooh, and I like that little feeling gets me in my tummy. Just a little grossness, a little grossed out feeling. And nothing like pimple popping videos and someone shattering their bones or their skull for me to go, mm, 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 mm. Thank you, YouTube recommended. So, pimple popping. I watched this video and it was glorious. I know that I am not videotaping right now, so I cannot show you this video, but just go look it up. Look up world's biggest pimple. Uh, pimple being popped. I think it's more of a cyst. I think it is, but I don't know how these people just live their day with a pimple on them that they just never get taken care of. Like, there's this one video of this old lady that had a blackhead for 80 something years, and I'm like, 80 something years, and you never once thought when you looked in the mirror, like, huh, that black crater on the side of my face does not look normal. Maybe I should chisel it out. You know, maybe I should get some high-tech equipment and go ahead and pop it. Nope, I'm just going to leave it there. I'm going to pet it. I'm going to feed it. You know, I'm going to put a pepperoni on my face so it gets bigger. And then I'm going to go on to TLC. I'm going to go to Dr. Pimple Popper and see if she can get this enormous grossness off my face. Same thing with sis. I understand this guy went and to several doctors and they all looked at him and turned the same thing. Ah. Don't mess with it. It will go away. Ah, don't mess with it. It'll go away. Ah, don't mess with it. It'll go away. Next thing you know, this dude has a second kneecap. It got so big, it probably it like it looked like it turned into a third kneecap. So there was one kneecap and then the two that made, looked like a cyst. It was it was a huge cyst. It looked like he had a knee pad over his kneecap, and it was internal. It was disgusting and gross, but did I watch it? Oh, I watched all nine minutes of it. Mmm, delicious. She immediately went in there, did the little needle thing to numb it up, pop, poked the top, and then it started oozing out a little bit, and she looked at him and goes, the doctors told you not to mess with it? He goes, yeah, I haven't messed with it in years. And she's like, years? You just been hanging on to this thing? I mean, I'm telling you this much, this thing was so big, I don't understand how he lived with it. Just like, I mean, barely bumping it into anything would make me instantly just, I mean, I wanted to pop it as soon as I saw him. He lifted his pant leg up, and I was like, dude, I would have popped that so long ago. I don't even understand. But no, she literally took a scalpel, just cut the top off of, top off of it, and it was like a volcano eruption of cottage cheese. It was just... I think that's the sound it made, just snort, it was more of a, I don't know, I don't know, it was a, didn't really have much of a sound, it was more of a gush sound, it was not, just imagine cottage cheese coming out of a man's kneecap, and that's literally what it looked like, half a gallon of it, it was delicious, mm, 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 mm. if you want your stomach to bunch up and not want to eat for a few hours, definitely watch this video, and, uh, Watch a half a gallon of gunk come out of this guy's knee because even Dr. Pimple Popper even looked at him and was like, mm, this is kind of gross. <laughs> and if she does that, then definitely it is something uh, well worth the watch. So that is the fun fact section that I have for you. The world's biggest pimple. I would look it up. Definitely, definitely look into it. Um, and uh, just type it in, world's biggest pimple being popped. And it'll be the first thing that'll be... Now, there's a lot of things, a lot of videos with that title. But this one that I saw definitely broke all of them. With how much gunk came out of that guy's knee. Mmm, beautiful. Beautiful work. But moving on to the news article. We're moving on to the news article. What are we doing, Dawson? What's in the news? What's in the news today? Well, if you haven't heard of my news article segment, it's a segment 
that I have here on the podcast where I find something in the news that's weird off the cusp that's not promoted really. You don't really like to you don't really hear about it. You like to uh, news likes to promote all these other ridiculous things, but they don't like to really talk about the stuff that I find. So here on the Last I Go Heart podcast, you get a little taste. Well, actually, no. Yeah, you get a little taste each episode of some weird news, some off-the-cusp, never-talked-about news. But it's in the background, all here on the Last Doggle Heart podcast, if you are a first listener. If you've been listening, it's just another weird, weird article. Now, this news article that I have for you today is Vietnamese condom factory accused of recycling used condoms. They were accused of recycling used condoms, putting back into the packaging, and reselling them. What a genius idea. What a genius idea. It costs nothing to get these things. All you have to have is a crew that is just willing to go to wit's end to go back behind a Red Roof Inn or Motel 6, go dumpster diving for all the condoms they can find, stash them and then all of a sudden go back and find people to clean them out and then repackage them and rewrap them up and you got yourself a business a little small business idea they did this let's see here vietnamese police said they will investigate a factory that was found recycling about 320,000 used condoms for resale whoa 320,000? That means that means 300. Now, I don't know. It depends on how many condoms per package and all that stuff. But that's still like 200,000 people, uh, just about 200,000 people that were going and, you know, having protected sex that night. Next thing you know, they're still on the verge of probably having a baby. Just the off chance that those Vietnamese didn't uh, scrape out the mangoo good enough. There's... <laughs> Like, two white people got together that night. They were just, you know, doing the dirty. They put, he put on one of those condoms not knowing that it was a recycled one. Next thing you know, a black baby pops out. He doesn't know where it's coming from. He thought he could trust her. It causes relationship issues. And it's all thanks to this Vietnamese condom company. What's going on here? What is going on? Little traces. All right. Uh. Wow, the tip was from a local resident, so they have a snitch in the residency. Guy just trying to make some money. Uh, 34-year-old woman confessed that they bought used condoms for a, a man. They were washed, reshaped, and packaged into plastic packages. Wow. extreme health risk to users well of course because let's say they repackage it and they roll it you know inside out the wrong way and the guy used it the other way he could end up getting he could end up getting gonorrhea and he doesn't know how he got it he got gonorrhea from another guy that is (laughs) that is nasty or she can get pregnant with a kid that he doesn't it's just you know more likely the pregnant thing wouldn't happen, but definitely the STD thing would definitely happen. But I would like to think the pregnant thing would happen as well. So not only could you have the chance of being pregnant, but you could also have the bigger chance of getting some kind of crazy STD, like a gonorrhea syphilis mixture. And all of a sudden you're just like, what's going on? You're just, your junk just falls off. <laughs> Or the baby comes out and has like three heads and like 12 arms and it's just uh, just crazy. <laughs> All from these used condoms. You're like, oh, that is pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of scared. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'm, I'm really scared. Really scared. Just, <laughs> I can't believe that they would ever do this. Uh. But no, yeah, that that is that is the news article. Vietnamese uh, condom company recycled used condoms, roll, washed them, rolled them back up, and put them in new packaging and sold them like they were new condoms. That that right there 
is how you pay rent for the month. That is how you pay rent for the month, is you got to go and do the dirty now. You have to do people dirty during COVID, and that is one way to do it. Just recycle condoms. That is, that is definitely on the list. That is, that is something that bothers other people but will not bother me. A great business idea that puts a lot of other people at risk but yourself, you know. <laughs> really just digs in deep and just, you know, doesn't matter how many people they whack down as long as they get their quick buck. I mean, just, I just, I just can't believe like, the fact, I don't know how they got a hold of these. 320,000 condoms, how would you even get a, that's the ma- more amazing part to me. Well, they have like 30 of their employees to 50 of their employees just go all around to these hotels and just go, hey, we're going to go dumpster diving for condoms. We're going to bring them back. We're going to wash them. Boom, capiche. All right, cool. So they're all dumpster diving back there, just going at it. It's ugh, nasty, nasty, nasty. I mean, in my opinion, they should just get away with it at that point. Just let them have it. Reason why you should let them have it is because if they're going to the extent of dumpster diving for them and then washing them to put them back in. I mean, obviously they're desperate for some sort of cash <laughs> at that point. Okay. So, I mean, I, I give it to them. It was a great idea, but you know, uh, I don't know if it's worth the prison time. Actually, I'm going to follow it up and I'm going to see how much prison time you can get for that. Probably a lot. But, guys, thank you for listening to episode 24 of the Last I Go Heart podcast. Okay, I know I cut it down to only on Fridays, but I felt like this one was a really solid one. This one was a, this one was a banger compared to the last few that I put out. It just felt really forced the last few, but this one I really cut deep and I got into the facts. I found information that I really wanted to talk about. and. It worked out. I felt really successful about this one. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you made it this far, obviously you enjoyed episode 24. And uh, real quick, uh, I'm getting merch. I'm getting podcast merch and just regular old comedy merch. That will be posted to my social media coming of next week sometime because I'm going to get shirts ordered. I promise you I'm getting shirts ordered and that is going to be a next week thing. So if you're interested in knowing anything about that, always contact me or follow me on all my social medias, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, the whole sham bam. It's all the all the links to those are in the description of the podcast. I'm going to be posting about the uh merch uh, coming of a few days or like sometime next week whenever I get things ordered hopefully you like it hopefully you maybe buy one who knows you know maybe it just looks so sexy I'm proud of them they look so sexy so hot but once again thank you everybody for listening to episode 24 of the last I go heart podcast and I will see you next Friday I go hard podcast podcast. You are listening to the last I go hard pull hard. You are listening to the last I go hard podcast.